It's time for The Rush with OU color analyst Teddy Lehman and Tyler McComas. Got a question or opinion? Hit the guys up on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439 or call the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Live from the Buffalo Wild Wings studios, it's The Rush with Teddy Lehman and Tyler McComas. I think it lifts a veil of, of, of uneasiness that's, that's existed, quite frankly, since the announcement came out a year and a half ago. And, and I, I read it in the commissioner's face the other day. I mean, he was relieved because this was obviously not easy. But I, I, think, I think when the news broke, it was one of the greatest moments in Southeastern Conference history because we're finally moving forward. Uh, this thing could not go in, in 2025 for, for many, many reasons. You know, number one, it was, it was just simply too long a wait. And secondly, I, I just think that with the Big Ten making its move uh, next year and, big, and the Big 12 making a move this year, the, the, the SEC had to have closure on this. And, and I, I think all fans ought to be rejoicing uh, with this news. There is Paul Feinbaum talking about Oklahoma and Texas's move to the SEC, how this had to get done. This is a, a huge moment for the SEC, and um, I agree. Happy to move forward with it. Last year in the Big 12 Conference, headed to the Southeastern Conference next year, and I'm here for it. Perfect timing with the expanded playoff. Coming in, um, I don't know. I think we're in a good spot. Yeah, one of the greatest moments in Southeastern Conference history, according to Paul Feinbaum. That's one heck of a statement. But it's not going to be one of the greatest moments for one program, two programs, a few programs. Like OU and Texas being added to the SEC, I think there's a real chance for a couple of current SEC teams that it changes things pretty significantly for them. So, when I say that, who do you immediately think of? When you think of teams most affected by OU and Texas going into the SEC, who do you immediately think of? Because I think of Texas A&M and the fact that they can't say we're the, we're the only school in Texas now that has the SEC brand. Now Texas and even Oklahoma does. They're two biggest recruiting rivals. That's why they were so pissed whenever they found yeah, out about they it. They broke the story, yeah. Broke the story, I got it out there to hopefully try and get the thing killed with everyone getting all upset about it with the timing. Um, yeah, I, I definitely think it's it's Texas A&M for sure. Um, I, I can't even think of who I would consider to be a close second. Maybe teams like... Um, there was a thought that our text line was um, all about Arkansas being the team that's second most affected. I just, I don't know, I don't feel like it's going to change the bottom line too much for them. Maybe their schedule gets even more ridiculous now, but they they do well. They clean up in the state of Arkansas. They've never been high on the priority list in Texas, and this definitely doesn't change that. I think for the most part, Arkansas will, I mean, they'll be affected, but I don't, I, I don't, I don't think you're going to see a huge difference with them. Right. Well, I was going to say, like, obviously A&M, right, because they, the, they had the foothold in the state of Texas. Everyone else was able to come in and recruit, but to be the only SEC team in the state of Texas, 
no doubt has helped them over the last decade in recruiting. Sure. Absolutely. I was going to say perhaps like the next group affected is going to be like everyone that you kind of consider you have you have Alabama, you have Georgia. Would you put I mean they're on a tier of their own, I understand, but maybe you put LSU there in that group cuz you have like you have the top tier group that has won a lot recently and i think lsu has to be thrown in there because they won a national championship at 19 and they won the west this year you forget and, about yeah, that, and they won know? the west this year um i think that next group it's it makes it even more difficult for the floridas the tennessees the auburns like anyone that's trying to to get back to a level where they've previously been and, you know, some it's, it's been longer than others, but you're adding two more teams to the mix that are on the same level nationally in prominence and are going to be competing for the same type of recruits. But now they've joined your conference, and that adds a quiver or several to their, um, sure. you know, um, adds an arrow to their quiver, I should say. It, I think it's just going to be harder for those other teams to try and get to that top tier. Yeah, no, I would agree with that. And like when Florida is elite, like, it doesn't matter who's normally standing in the way. I guess you saw that at times in the 90s, and you saw that in 06 and 08 when they won a title. But OU is very active in the state of Florida right now. And now that they have the SEC logo to go in there, yeah. um, it, it, it could make it slightly more difficult for even a school like Florida. Sure. Parker and I had this conversation earlier. It's – you know, in the next five years, when you look at OU's roster consistently, I think we're going to say, well, outside of Oklahoma and Texas kids, OU has the – like Florida is the most represented state on the roster. Like that checks out from the past two recruiting classes with the staff, and I don't think that that's going to change uh, moving forward. Like they'll routinely get a kid from Mississippi and Alabama and Tennessee, I'm sure, but OU is going to be extremely active in Florida. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. I think that's going to be the case. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm fascinated to see how it all unfolds. Um, and now that it's announced that it's next year, I think that finally the, the ambiguity of the situation and some – you know, people still saying that, you know, maybe it doesn't happen till 25. Maybe it doesn't happen at all. I mean, I know that there wasn't many people saying that, but like, the the waters were muddy. And now that they're clear, I think that's going to help Oklahoma in recruiting immediately. Oh, you're early on in the 24 class, and you've already built a relationship with a lot of these kids, and they knew they were going to play in the SEC if they pick OU, but now it's you're not going first to year. play. Yeah, your, your first year you're going to be in the SEC. Not one year in the Big 12, your entire career will be in the SEC. I don't know. Like, I'm sure that pitch works differently, you know, depending on who the kid is, but it's not going to be a, a negative recruiting effect. And with some kids, it probably might be quite a bit in the 24 class. It's, it's going to be easier. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be easier to go into Florida, Georgia, into the Alabama and Georgia's territories and start to compete for some kids. Yeah. I mean, they, we've already seen them start to do that, and this is going to help them a little bit more. Uh, let's see. Greg from Lawton. And yet, what has A&M done with that 10-year recruiting advantage? No titles and a ton of five-star drama. 
They did get a Heisman Trophy out of it, but very fair. Well, yeah, some of it is their own fault. A lot of it is their own fault. Um, I guess I'm wondering, like, I'm curious, are, is the texter suggesting that since A&M wasn't able to accomplish anything out of it that, like, it means we're not going to be no, able to no, also? No, 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 just... saying that, okay, well, that might have ended for them, and but even when they did have it, they didn't accomplish anything. So, right. yeah. Yeah. How did they recruit? It's it's gone up massively since pre SEC, right? They weren't. Where were they in in comparison to like Texas in the? So when you were in school, you would pretty routinely see Texas have a top five class, right? right. OU be behind them, and then A and M would be third behind OU and Texas. I would say, on average, top. 15 maybe for A&M during that time. Right. Maybe top okay. 20, something like that. I mean, not, but they 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 absolutely saw a recruiting boom. I mean, there's no sure. there's no way around that. Yeah. Hmm. And you got to factor in that OU's going to have some sort of an SEC recruiting boom. What exactly does that look like? I guess we'll see, but that's exciting to think about. Yeah. I I think they I think they will um it may be a little bit more difficult because I, it, it's harder to – I guess what I was going to say, it, it may be a little bit more difficult to to notice a boom whenever maybe things are already really good, right? I, I guess, like, if you are a fringe top 25 recruiter and then all of a sudden you're a top 10 recruiter, that's a boom. Yeah. But if you're a – a top ten recruiter, and every now and then a top five recruiter. If you move to like four or three, I, I it, it's it's going to be more difficult to notice. I guess is what I'm saying for Oklahoma. Yeah, I read uh, this from the text line. I read that Switzer was quoted saying the SEC move was a bad one on OU's part. Any thoughts to that? Well, let's go back and, and read those exact yeah. comments because we read them earlier. Um, here here's a few. Okay, I'm concerned. Switzer told the Tulsa world, I know what it'll look like. It'll look like we're playing Texas every blanking week. You've got to be good. I don't know if we're good enough right now. We'll have to get better on defense. That's not all he said, but that's the front part of it. Yeah, that is, in my opinion, I I think that's true, and I, I don't think that that's anything. I agree with you. Like no, I think everyone is saying exactly that, right? And I don't, I don't think, like the texter said that he heard Switzer said it was a dumb move. I don't think he's saying it's a no, dumb move. I mean, he's he saying just, it's a risky move, yeah, and yeah, yeah, we're, yeah. we're going to have to get a lot better to be able to compete. And I think that's, I think that's true, and I think a lot of people recognize that. If you, You're going if into you a more competitive conference. The Cliff Notes version of it, maybe it doesn't sound the way that it does. I, I don't know. It's just basically he's all right. This is a gamble. And you've got to get better than what you are right now. That's kind of like the main point of it, but I I think too much may be made of that. Yeah. Well, I I, I don't know. Judge for yourself. I'll, here here's some more quotes. It's going to be hard to do. Switzer said, "I'm concerned. I want someone to raise their hand in a couple of years and say, I'm the one who took us to the SEC. I don't know who made the decision, how it was made, or who was involved." I think it's one of the reasons why Lincoln left. He wasn't involved, so he got the bleep out of here. 
one day, uh, or people say that they don't like the way that he left. How do you want him to leave? You want him to call the team together and say, hey, I'm quitting. This is my last game. Now let's go out here and play hard. You don't do that. Well, I mean, that that, that one's more about Lincoln, but yes. I, someone may ways, raise their hand in a couple of years and say it was it was me that led the move to the Big 12. And, I mean, you got to look at Joe Castiglione. I mean, outside of him, there's there's not a very big group of people that could actually be even be a part of that. Here's here's the bottom line. Financially, the move to the SEC is going to be a windfall. All right, the the yearly payout. I don't know. I think the SEC's new deal starts in. Does it start in 2025? They just Not released sure. payouts for this last year. I, that this, right. this last year they made $50 million, yeah. but they've got a new rights deal that's set to kick in. I think it's 2025 or maybe after the 25th. I'm not sure what it is, but you're going to get money from that. But uh, that's going to be great. The other part of it is the amount of money you're going to get that's generated around campus. The the increase in enrollment i know we had this conversation i believe on friday um i think there's some estimates out there that say they may be uh looking to expand enrollment by up to ten thousand students with the move to the sec and it doesn't take very much math with how expensive tuition is to to recognize that that becomes a massive amount of money really quickly if in fact that happens and maybe that's an aggressive number i have no idea uh, of knowing what it's going to be but there's a lot of other reasons to make the move aside from just what's your yearly grant of rights payout 100 percent. yeah last quote here from switzer in this tulsa world article um i guess he was asked about the 122nd nationally in total defense stat quote i was certainly disappointed the defense, I didn't think we fell off that much from the year before with players. Maybe we did. I don't know, in quotes. Yeah. Yeah, so we like, got to get better. Like it's like this text says, yeah, it's true, but it's also true for the last year in the Big 12. Our defense has got to get better. Yeah, it's got to yeah. be better than 122nd. can all agree on that. 122nd. Uh, do you think that that was wor- would have been the worst defense in the SEC? Um, yeah, I prop. yes, surely, right? It's not. I'm looking at it right now. Who had a worse defense than that, like Auburn or something? Vanderbilt yeah. and Arkansas. Wow, Arkansas had a worse defense than that? Dang, guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like, let's let's just go back Two to Two teams in that 14-team league? Wow. Two teams. I like this league already. Huh. Now, we were 122, and they were 124 and 125. Or uh, 123, and it was like one two. We were 122, they were 123 and 124. So, 580. He's old and doesn't know anything anymore. He acts like TBOW was a good coach, and doesn't know how bad he was recruiting on defense and how the program was going downhill. Not yeah. everyone is a fan of what uh, Switzer had to say there. Well, I don't know. I think I think I I. I I think a lot of it is off cuff, you know, just asking questions. Well, hey, what do you think of the of the move to the SEC? And you know, I I don't know. 
here I'm looking at the next like Florida had the 97th ranked defense. Tennessee had the 91st. South Carolina 89. Um, Auburn was 79. Ole Miss was 75. So uh, you got a you got a big chunk of the SEC of teams that you know didn't have the worst seasons ever are 75 and above. So yeah, it not a, it's going to be a much more difficult schedule, but it's not going to have eight teams in the top ten in total defense at the end of the year. It's pretty mm, obvious. It might. Let me look at the top ten. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, good point. <laughs> There's a re- no. you, you just read the other half of the conference then. Yeah. No, no, I'll, Georgia, Kentucky, and Alabama were all in the top fifteen, so they had three in the top fifteen. But no, I, here's the point. Like, I'm not. I was just. I thought that that was interesting, but. We we need to be a top twenty five defense year in and year out, and I believe that we can get there. One okay? more, one more text. I agree. Oklahoma Johnny, do you think OU being the farthest west school in the SEC gives them an advantage for top recruits out west? They want to play in the best conference in college football. Make OU even more attractive over other SEC schools out there. No, I do not think it's an advantage over anyone else in the SEC. But I do think going to the SEC is going to help with recruits on the West Coast. I do. It's going to help in the Southeast. I, it's I, They got a player in every single time zone this past year, so they kind of proven they'll go wherever to get a player. But it almost seems like it's more um, – I don't know. It's not totally Southeast-focused, but like they'll get players out from the West, but they kind of have their – Kansas City hotspot, Florida hotspot, Oklahoma and Texas. I don't. You know what? Now that I'm, now that I think about it, I think it depends. Here's the thing: like, if we could, I don't know if Oklahoma has a nonstop flight to LAX. I'm sure, maybe they do. If they do, and you can sell that you're a you are a uh, a nonstop flight to home, and you can play in the SEC. I think that that is that's pretty big. Now, I know that there's going to be some other places that have nonstop to LAX, but it's going to be the closest flight outside of Austin. Like that's going to be a big selling point for Austin, yeah. right? For oh, Texas. And you know what? It's a great selling point with airline prices right now. $1200 <laughs> one-way flight from LAX to OKC. It's great. Just think. 3500 bucks round trip. That's all it is to <laughs> uh to come play in the SEC. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. Final hour rolls on next. Talking Sooner football is what we do. This is the Ref You'll feel good about Landers. How good? Huge Silverado selection good. And our best deals every day good. Like up to $6,500 off MSRP on select 2022 Silverados with a 2.7 liter engine. And $2,500 off MSRP on the new 2023 Malibu. So let us show you just how good your experience can be at Landers Chevrolet of Norman and LandersChevroletNorman.com. Find new roads. Must finance with GM Financial. Well-qualified buyers, WAC. Hi, I'm Trevor Turner with RK Black. 
RK Black is the leading provider of information technology solutions in small and medium-sized organizations. Is your business looking to get more from technology? If so, let RK Black help design a technology platform or cloud solution that propels your business forward. RK Black has helped numerous organizations have better mobility and more efficiencies through technology. Visit us online at rkblack.com or call 943-9800. Victory Family Church. It's more than just a church. It's truly a family. And as it continues to grow, you can now celebrate with six opportunities every Sunday morning, starting as early as 8.30 a.m. and the final service at 3 p.m. Learn more about service times and everything going on with Pastor Adam and the church at victoryfamily.church. That's victoryfamily.church. Check out our campuses in Newcastle, Chickasha, and Shawnee. Victory Family Church, online at victoryfamily.church. Are you looking for the kind of OU apparel you can wear at work or dress-up events? The Jimmy Austin Pro Shop carries the best brands like Tommy Bahama, Peter Millar, Travis Matthew, Footjoy, Greg Norman, Polo, and most recently, the popular Lululemon clothing line. Open seven days a week. It's the best shop around, whether you're a golfer or not. If you need corporate special orders, they can do that too. Come out and shop or call the Pro Shop at the Jimmy Austin OU Golf Club at 405-325-6716. Hi, I'm Tim Lasher from my company, Lasher Home Comfort Systems. We install quality York products. The award-winning York Affinity Series is Energy Star rated and features a money-saving two-stage compressor design. Plus, every Affinity system comes with a 10-year parts and labor warranty and a lifetime warranty on the compressor. Now, you don't need to tell us anybody sent you. Just call the office and ask for me. I own the company. Lasher Home Comfort Systems, 579-3113. Get up to $550 in rebates now on qualified York components at Lasher Home Comfort Systems. Anna, get off your phone. Dad, this is important. I doubt it. But it is. I'm reading about the Norman Public School Bond. It's going to do so many great things for kids. Amazing classroom upgrades, performing arts improvements, FFA facilities, the Aviation Academy, and so much more. <sighs> I wish I could vote. Well, I can vote. Please tell me you're going to vote yes. Of course I will. When do we vote? February 14th. Don't forget. Vote yes for Norman Kids on February 14th. We need your love and support. Paid for by Vote Yes for Kids. Hi, I'm Lynn Haynes, Executive Director for Meals on Wheels of Norman. I would like to thank Scissor Tail Roofing and Construction for supporting Meals on Wheels through our Adopt-A-Route partnership. Licensed and experienced in both residential and commercial roofing, Scissor Tail can help with all your roofing needs from repairs, new construction, roof replacement, and storm restoration. Scissor Tail is locally owned and dedicated to serving communities in central Oklahoma with passion and respect. Thank you, Scissor Tail, for giving back to the ill, disabled, and elderly of Norman. While serving in Iraq, our vehicle was hit. They didn't think I was going to make it. I'm LaToya Lucas, and I'm a veteran. I had to learn to live with the scars, both visible and invisible. DAV helps veterans like LaToya get the benefits they've earned. They help more than a million veterans every year. My victory is overcoming my wounds so I can help other veterans. Support more victories for veterans. Go to DAV.org. Casino and Hotel bringing you the final hour of the rush. Yeah, we were talking last segment about Barry Switzer's comments to the Tulsa world about OU mooting the SEC, but I forgot about a text that you sent me on Friday. I am actually um, more confident than ever 
that not only is OU going to win in the SEC, but they're going to do it right away, judging by a poll that you put out on Twitter on Friday. It had the magical number attached to uh, when will Oklahoma football win in the SEC. You had four options, one to four years, five to ten years, ten-plus years or never. And as of Saturday, I don't know what the final numbers were, 69% said one to four years OU will win in the SEC. Amazing. I don't, I don't know what else we need to prove it's going to happen. It, it's ended. Um, 5,071 votes. Oh, brag. Final result, one to four years, 69%. Ah, sweet. Amazing. Beautiful. If I, be. know, if I know our listeners out there, you know, they they were voting on the, the other ones just to keep it at 69%, right? They had the numbers out, yeah. They were all in awesome. a uh, Twitter DM trying to figure out a way to – that's just so perfect. God, that's so fitting. It's amazing. Absolutely amazing. Which, hey, um, it's, it's way too early to really talk about it. Um, I don't know. I – I think they need to win it in the first one to four years. Oh yeah, totally. Yes, absolutely, they do. And I know you people the momentum. Like if if you look in the in the comments of that, there were so many people that said, uh, "It's it's insane to to even consider winning the SEC in in the first you know three or four years." And I'm like, how can you? You have any idea how far away that is? That that is a lifetime. I even in our like our second season, like the seniors of that that season are gonna are guys that are freshmen right now. Well, think back to and I know it was a different time, but think back to nineteen ninety eight and then say, Well, in two years I think you're gonna win the national championship, which is more difficult to win the SEC now, right? Yeah. I mean, th- things can happen in a short period of time in this sport. And they always happen in a short period of time in this sport. I mean, that's that's just how it is. Like turnarounds, they happen quick, and they usually happen when when people kind of least expect it to happen. I mean, like, you take a look at TCU. TCU was a five and seven football team last year. Five and seven, and. They played in a national championship this year, won a semifinal game, the first Big 12 team to win a semifinal game. And they were 5-7 and seven last year, yep. and that's TCU. So like, I don't want to hear any talk about how it's not, not able to happen. I mean, that's, I'm not saying it's likely. I'm not saying it's the highest percentage chance, but I mean, the way that we're recruiting, I still believe in our offensive and defensive systems. And like, if we go out and we struggle this year, again, I may start to question what we've got going on offensively. Defensively. Is this the right? Definitely will. Yeah. Is, is this the right thing? Are we doing the right thing? Um, like, I'm. I can admit that. But as of right now, I still think we're, we've got the right systems in place. They're proven. Both of them are. So, I, I mean, I I don't think it's it's ridiculous to consider that at all. So, um, since that was announced on Friday, it's happening in 24, like, um, I- I'm always looking for, for new content. And ESPN had, like, the hot seat watch today, which I know is an off-season story, but 
it caught me. It's like, okay, well, I got to pay attention to the Big 12 and the SEC now. Used to just be just bring up the Big 12, like who's on the hot seat, and maybe get to the, the SEC names if they're interesting. But like now you got to keep an eye on both of them. Um, ESPN's hot seat watch going into next year, Neil Brown, which is not surprising at all. And then they had like keep an eye on, and their keep an eye ons were Sark and Dana Holgerson. I guess I mean Sark is so tied to Arch that I don't I don't think he'd get fired after this year, unless Arch decided midway through the year that he was going to transfer at the end of the season because of the terrible year. Maybe that's the only scenario. You never know. Um, that last name suggest all all that has to happen is Peyton. Uh, or Eli have to come out on their show and say, man, you know who'd be a good head coach in college, uh, should be able to take over a huge program right now uh, in the state of Texas is the offensive coordinator at this school. Uh, you're saying if Jeff Saturday gets the A&M job, watch out. He's going to yes. transfer to A&M. Yes. I, it, you know, they would fire Sarkeesian in a second to keep Arch Manning at the school. Uh, oh, yeah, I won't push back on that whatsoever. Are you kidding me? That, that's no. what I'm saying. Like, all, all it takes is someone with the last name Manning to start suggesting that Texas should hire somebody else for their head coach, and it'd probably get done pretty quick. Yeah. In the SEC, they had no coaches on the hot seat, which I'm like, what? What? That's not the conference. No, that's not my conference. That's not the case. I thought like 90% of the coaches were on the hot seat going into every year. No one on the hot seat, but they say keep an eye on Jimbo at A&M, Eli Drinkwitz at Missouri, and Billy Napier at Florida, who's going into uh, year two. Yeah. I guess Jimbo's buyout drops from $86 million to $76.8 million this year. <laughs> Yikes. Oh my gosh, it's so funny. I I hope they buy out his contract. Oh, it'd be the the greatest thing ever. Yes. Have to buy out his contract and then pay someone else what? Oh. $8 million a year, 7-8 million dollars a year most likely. Yeah. And they'll they'll probably Give that person a lifetime contract oh, also. Sure. And a know. pair of boots and a fake national championship trophy, just like Jimbo. <laughs> wow. He's gone radio silent, which is probably a smart move. You know uh, what? I didn't notice it, but now that you say it, he, he really has. I haven't heard a well, whole heck of a Well, the last thing he said was he was um, saying how – was he talking about the NIL – Again, yeah, and how some teams just you know use it illegally, basically. Like, really, yeah. he was. I think what he was saying is, all right, wasn't he saying like it's ridiculous? Uh, like, it's ridiculous is what it is. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Actually, well, I don't know. I I want them to buy. I want A and M to have to pay seventy five million dollars in buyout money, but just like Tom Herman made things more fun for us, Jimbo would make this show a lot more enjoyable if we get to experience that at least for a few years in the SEC, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. Which, you know, they can't say a whole heck of a lot. I mean, he's he's basically just carried on what's happened there since the 40s, right? 39. 39, sorry. Last last national championship. I tried to squeeze in a handful of years there uh, uh, unfairly. (laughs) Yeah, well, 
I don't know. Hey, but kind of in that vein, one of the things that I think are, is going to get a nice boost with the move to the SEC is the NIL stuff. You know, I, I think whenever you have an excited fan base and you kind of know what you're up against and now it's not some distant, far-off team in a different conference that maybe you meet up with in a championship should you get there, now it's your, it, it is your conference, and you're going to have to play all of those teams. So you're going to have to get up to speed really quickly. And I think there's some, I think there's some demand there uh, from, from, I don't know, call them boosters, call them whatever you want, people that are ready to get our NIL up to, up to snuff with kind of the rest of you know, the top-level teams out there. And hopefully it comes up pretty quickly, and I think it could. Have you paid attention at all to how Texas is feeling about all this as well? No. I haven't either. I I just, I don't know. Maybe no one cares. I guess I'm just interested in what their fan base, like, are they so arrogant like normal they just think that they're going to roll in the first two years and win the league? I don't don't know. Right. Well, that does remind me of something that we maybe need to hit on next because I, I I was about to say the only Texas stuff I ever see is whenever it shows up in my timeline and some Texas stuff showed up in the timeline over the weekend regarding a softball situation. Oh, God, yes, dude. Oh. So let's yeah. hit a quick L- timeout. Can I, can I read a few texts first here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jim and Arlington, OU fans at Owen Field need to step up their game by 2024. No more Iowa State snoozers. Jim, section two, row one. Should that be a new thing on the text line? You uh, you say your name, but where your season tickets are located at Owen yeah. Field. I, I like that. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And you can start calling people out by uh, section and seat if they're sitting on their hands the entire game. But to that point, though, I think that's going to happen. I think it's just natural whenever new teams, new schools, big-name ni- big opponents come to town – and bring a big following with them, I think we'll answer the call. I think that's part of it. That's part of the excitement. Yeah, we'll talk about Mike White coming up next. What a chicken you-know-what. God. (laughs) All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. couple of segments left on a Monday here from Newcastle Casino. Stay tuned. Talking Sooner football is what we do. This is The Ref. You'll feel good about Landers. How good? Huge Silverado selection good. And our best deals every day good. Like up to $6,500 off MSRP on select 2022 Silverados with a 2.7 liter engine. And $2,500 off MSRP on the new 2023 Malibu. So let us show you just how good your experience can be at Landers Chevrolet of Norman and LandersChevroletNorman.com. Find new roads. Must finance with GM Financial. Well-qualified buyers, WAC. Hi, I'm Trevor Turner with RK Black. RK Black is the leading provider of information technology solutions in small and medium-sized organizations. Is your business looking to get more from technology? If so, let RK Black help design a technology platform or cloud solution that propels your business forward. RK Black has helped numerous organizations have better mobility and more efficiencies through technology. Visit us online at rkblack.com or call 943-9800. Victory Family Church. It's more than just a church. It's truly a family. And as it continues to grow, you can now celebrate with six opportunities every Sunday morning, starting as early as 8.30 a.m. and the final service at 3 p.m. 
Learn more about service times and everything going on with Pastor Adam and the church at VictoryFamily.Church. That's VictoryFamily.Church. Check out our campuses in Newcastle, Chickasha, and Shawnee. Victory Family Church, online at VictoryFamily.Church. Are you looking for the kind of OU apparel you can wear at work or dress-up events? The Jimmy Austin Pro Shop carries the best brands like Tommy Bahama, Peter Millar, Travis Matthew, Footjoy, Greg Norman, Polo, and most recently, the popular Lululemon clothing line. Open seven days a week. It's the best shop around, whether you're a golfer or not. If you need corporate special orders, they can do that too. Come out and shop or call the Pro Shop at the Jimmy Austin OU Golf Club at 405-325-6716. Hi, I'm Tim Lasher from my company, Lasher Home Comfort Systems. We install quality York products. The award-winning York Affinity Series is Energy Star rated and features a money-saving two-stage compressor design. Plus, every Affinity system comes with a 10-year parts and labor warranty and a lifetime warranty on the compressor. Now, you don't need to tell us anybody sent you. Just call the office and ask for me. I own the company. Lasher Home Comfort Systems, 579-3113. Get up to $550 in rebates now on qualified York components at Lasher Home Comfort Systems. Anna, get off your phone. Dad, this is important. I doubt it. But it is. I'm reading about the Norman Public School Bond. It's going to do so many great things for kids. Amazing classroom upgrades, performing arts improvements, FFA facilities, the Aviation Academy, and so much more. (sighs) I wish I could vote. Well, I can vote. Please tell me you're going to vote yes. Of course I will. When do we vote? February 14th. Don't forget. Vote yes for Norman Kids on February 14th. We need your love and support. Paid for by Vote Yes for Kids. Hi, I'm Lynn Haynes, Executive Director for Meals on Wheels of Norman. I would like to thank Scissortail Roofing and Construction for supporting Meals on Wheels through our Adopt-A-Route partnership. Licensed and experienced in both residential and commercial roofing, Scissortail can help with all your roofing needs from repairs, new construction, roof replacement, and storm restoration. Scissortail is locally owned and dedicated to serving communities in central Oklahoma with passion and respect. Thank you, Scissortail, for giving back to the ill, disabled, and elderly of Norman. While serving in Iraq, our vehicle was hit. They didn't think I was going to make it. I'm LaToya Lucas, and I'm a veteran. I had to learn to live with the scars, both visible and invisible. DAV helps veterans like LaToya get the benefits they've earned. They help more than a million veterans every year. My victory is overcoming my wounds so I can help other veterans. Support more victories for veterans. Go to DAV.org. the rush on the ref taking you home on a monday night tyler mccomas teddy layman yeah you know all about that mike white situation from yesterday don't you texas head softball coach and how he uh basically stalled his way to a tie instead of a win yesterday do you, do you know all right. the details that, that surrounded that i don't know all of the details i know just kind of what was laid out there they had a drop dead time because was it kentucky they were playing they were playing Kentucky, yeah. They had Kentucky. a drop-dead time at, like, 3.30, which you see that on, on Sundays, you know, like right. getaway days, teams have to go back. And basically, um, the game was in extra innings. Kentucky took a three-run lead in the top of the eighth. But here's the thing. If the, if the time is 3.30 and the entire inning is not completed, it goes back to the score of the last full inning that was completed. So Texas got down by three runs. Here, like the short version of it, 
Texas got down by three runs. It was the bottom of the eighth. Um, it was very close to that 3.30 time. And basically, Mike White was down three runs, 0-2 count, two outs, and he was pinch running runners at first base to make sure it got to 3.30 before that inning could be completed and his team lost. Yeah. Just doing crap like that. Well, um, part of me says, well, I'm, I'm split into three positions here. The first position, which is a tiny position, says, well, it's it's a way to manipulate the rules in your favor to take a, a loss off the books, okay? Uh, again, very small portion. The next portion of me says it's total crap in any competitor that like through a loophole takes an L off the books is should be looked down upon by everyone else in the sport. Well, that's what's going on today. I can tell you that much. And that's, that's like the biggest portion of it. And then there's another portion of me that says, I, this is a dumb, this is, this is something dumb that Kentucky and, and, Texas never should have agreed on. I, you, you should agree that instead of a drop dead time, there's a time in which you finish that inning and the game is over. Right? Like, you shouldn't, there shouldn't be a drop dead time where everyone just throws down their gloves and you revert back to the score of the previous inning. Like, that, in my opinion, that's ridiculous. You should, there should never be a time. In any game, think of any sport that you can think of where points are taken off the board for the final score. Yeah, I know. It just... I, when, when a run comes across the plate, I there should be nothing that takes that back. Unless there's obviously a play, like something happened during that play. But once it goes onto the, the scoreboard and we're on to the next batter on the, the next half inning... That you should never wipe that off. That is ridiculous. I this kind of goes back to that whole Anadarko Weatherford thing. Like, was it the best thing to do for that head coach to keep his team close in the game? Maybe I I, I don't know, but it's still it's an embarrassing story for the sport, is what it is. And I yeah. think that this is my biggest issue is you know softball's growing, it has all this momentum, and I don't think that this single story you know damages the perception of it nationally. But it doesn't help. I mean, it's 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 really embarrassing that two strikes, two outs, and then you have a pinch runner at first base solely to get to that three thirty, so the game can end. Like, yeah, I, you never want to lose a game outright, but sometimes it's like not about doing stupid petty things like this to try to get it from a lot. I don't. I, I hate all well, of it, man. I, I think it's terrible. Here's, and I agree. But here's where another point where I'm kind of lost because I didn't witness the game and i've only heard people talking about it to me there's a difference between looking up and it's 328 and hey let's stall for a quick minute or two to get to 330 there's a difference between that and stalling 
essentially the entire half inning to get because you were down now by what three runs yep and like if you started stalling way before that i to me that's that's where it's bad but if you're just stalling the last like 90 seconds or two minutes that totally changes the the situation yeah, like they, they had a batter step to the plates um and she takes a pitch and then talks to the umpire and then this is in the bottom of the eighth here mm-hmm. ends up going to the dugout to get some contact solution takes her time wow. getting back in the box and then mike white decided it's a pinch runner time at second base i think he did that twice in the uh, in, in that final, it, it just it, it, wow. It, it was obviously intended from the start of that half inning. We're going to do everything we can to not get three outs before eight minutes is up. Yeah, which I, I revert back to what I said. Like you should never take runs off of a off whenever it's already happened. Like th- what took place is essentially someone kneeling the football. After someone already kicked a field goal to beat them, is what what we've allowed to take place here. Yeah. What it's would weird. Patty do? Patty would not have done what happened yesterday. Actually, Patty would have just scored four in the bottom of the eighth and eighth minute in eight minutes and just won on a walk off. But I was about to say we're, we'll never know. We will never know. I don't oh, know. It's, but we kind of know. She would have scored four in eight minutes. That that's yeah. probably would have happened. She probably. She probably would have hurried up to to take the loss so she could have something to to fuel the, her team. It almost felt like remember last year is like or no was it the year before whenever they were gosh I can't even remember anymore. It's like hey a loss might do us a little bit of good here. By the way, um, he was also like taking mount. I think once Kentucky had scored a few runs in the top of that inning, you know they they were still yeah. at the plate. He's out there taking mound visits, like knowing that the clock was a factor there, and like already trying to get to that three and a half thing. And yeah. and, and Mike White, he apparently isn't bothered by this, whatever. But you know, he hasn't helped himself out, or he didn't really help himself out because when you flip off an umpire, I think it was an umpire, right, last year in in OKC, he flipped off somebody. I can't remember if it was the stands or an umpire. I think it was the umpire. When you do crap like that on the national stage, and people see, then people already have an opinion of you and you're not going to get the benefit of the doubt in a situation like this. Yeah. But you, you, you kind of start to get known as a kind of a grimy, yeah. grimy coach yeah. and, and they're out there, right? They're they're Those coaches are out there that, you know, to a certain degree, the only, like I get it whenever you say the only thing that matters is, is the win and, all of that, like I get that, but there comes a point where, my goodness, like it, it just, it's it's bad tactics that you know end up doing you more harm probably in recruiting and people in the softball world talking about you than avoiding the loss does. You know? Yeah, exactly. So, whatever. I, I'm uh, I'm sure Carmel will. Uh will find its way to the Texas dugout at some point this year. Just get rid of the dumb drop-dead rule. Like, There's no way that should be a rule. Like, 
say that the you play the rest of the inning at, at whatever time. That's how they do it in Little League, right? Is an inning yeah. can't start before this time? That's, right. Yeah. It, it's, especially if you're in the back half of an inning, right? Like that, that you're or it's just it's does. That's a very bad way to legislate something. I don't know who came up with that. Uh, real quick, actually, yeah. uh, OU just announced five new scholarship players. Uh, well, we can tell you who, the, who they are on the other side. How about that? Okay, perfect. Quick timeout. More from The Rush coming up. Stay tuned. This is the Ref Sports Radio Network. Fowler Auto Group is proud to be a part of your community where our passion and values lie far beyond the show. We believe that families, sports, art, and culture are at the heart of every thriving community. And it's important to us that we help build the communities that our dealerships call us. Stop by any of our six Oklahoma dealerships or visit FowlerAuto.com to see the Fowler Standard hard at work. We pride ourselves on being friendly, helpful, honest, and fair. That is what drives us every day. Fowler Auto Group, a proud partner of OU Athletics. Are you looking for the kind of OU apparel you can wear at work or dress-up events? The Jimmy Austin Pro Shop carries the best brands like Tommy Bahama, Peter Millar, Travis Matthew, Footjoy, Greg Norman, Polo, and most recently the popular Lululemon clothing line. Open seven days a week. It's the best shop around whether you're a golfer or not. If you need corporate special orders, they can do that too. Come out and shop or call the Pro Shop at the Jimmy Austin OU Golf Club at 405-325-6716. Hi, I'm Trevor Turner with RK Black. RK Black is the leading provider of information technology solutions in small and medium-sized organizations. Is your business looking to get more from technology? If so, let RK Black help design a technology platform or cloud solution that propels your business forward. RK Black has helped numerous organizations have better mobility and more efficiencies through technology. Visit us online at rkblack.com or call 943-9800. full of anchors meant to keep you in place but the good news is that it's also full of things that remind you not to let them so every time you raise a pacifico let it be a reminder to live life anchors up at va veterans receive world-class health care and are treated with respect and dignity Women veterans receive specialized care for their unique needs. Veterans with PTSD experience life-saving therapies. Paralyzed veterans access new technologies to improve mobility. Whole Health is changing primary and specialty care at VA. For the care, respect, and compassion veterans deserve, choose VA. Visit choose.va.gov. We all make choices about alcohol. Kids make choices whether to drink or not. Bye, Dad. Remember, I'm going to Alex's party tonight and sleeping over. Hey, Em, remind me about that party again. And adults make choices whether to talk about it. That's true of parents and every other trusted adult in a kid's life. Kids want to know our expectations, and they want honest answers in everyday conversations. So talk with your kids and help lead them on a positive path. Because when you talk, they hear you. Learn more at underagedrinking.samsa.gov. Adopt U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting a Teenager. Learning the lingo. GOAT, G-O-A-T, acronym, stands for greatest of all time. As in spaghetti sandwiches for dinner? They're my fave. Dad, you're the GOAT. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. 
Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. Visit AdoptUSKids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt US Kids, and the Ad Council. Hi, this is Lisa Talley, broker and owner of Aria Real Estate Group. Aria Real Estate Group is Norman's premier full-service commercial and residential real estate brokerage and leasing and management firm. With our team of real estate agents, specialized property managers, and in-house maintenance team, Aria is here for you in every capacity. Whether you're a seller, a buyer, an investor, or a renter, we can help. Please explore our website at ariagroupok.com. Aria Real Estate Group, the gold standard of real estate. Air Comfort Solutions is turning up the heat this winter. Visit aircomfortsolutions.net to schedule a furnace tune-up for $69. Air Comfort Solutions, where savings are in the air. Air Comfort Solutions is offering 12 months no interest, no payments financing on a new energy-efficient furnace. Learn more at aircomfortsolutions.net, where savings are in the air. Hi, I'm Smokey Bear, and I made an assistant to help you out, because only you can prevent wildfires. Hey, Assistant Smokey Bear, call me Papa Bear, because I'm grilling up dinner. <laughs> do you get it? Yes, good job. So, what should I do with all these coals? Don't just toss them out. Put them in a metal container, because those embers can start a wildfire. I understand. The stakes are high. Ha, 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 ha. Learn more at SmokeyBear.com. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. All right, final segment of the day, wrapping it up. Riverwind Casino and Hotel bringing you the final hour of The Rush. There's a really cool video out right now on the OU Football Twitter page because they just gave out five scholarships to uh, some walk-ons. Zach Schmidt, the kicker, gets a full scholarship. Major Melson, a wide receiver, gets a scholarship. Uh, Pierce Hudgens gets a scholarship. Gavin Freeman gets a scholarship. And Josh Plaster, a punter, gets a wide receiver. So not that big of a surprise that Gavin Freeman gets one. Uh, Zach Schmidt was your starting kicker last year. Josh Plaster has a chance to be your punter this year. But really cool video that they released for all five of those guys. That's it's always a fun moment. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, for those that haven't seen the video, he's got all five of those guys up there, and they don't know what's going on. And in the background, it says like 3.0 GPA, and like they're getting a prize, and they pick out of a helmet. And uh, – He's like, what, what side do we want to start on? And they start on the left. And he's like, all right, open up what you picked out and tell me what it is. And it says, he goes, he looks at it, he says, you're on scholarship. And everyone goes crazy. And you can see the rest of the guys standing in line, like, looking at each other, like, oh, my God. It's pretty cool. What if one of them would have said $50 Walmart gift card instead of scholarship on there? <laughs> 100, up, 100 up downs. Yeah, right. <laughs> hey, is that a relatively new thing? Um, or has that been going on for 25 years, the uh, scholarship reveal? It's new. That's a social feels media like it's thing. New. Yeah, it feels like it's new. Because I'm, I'm trying to remember. I can't remember when I played anyone like having in, any type of reveal like that, like it being announced in front of the team. That's something that's happened like the past 10 years. I, I think that is a social media thing. I remember, when did, o, did OU play Tulsa in 2012 or 13? 2013 they would have. 
that the first time I saw one is Coach Stoops gave I can't remember who it was. One of the walk-on players uh, announced he's on scholarship in the in the locker room, like after the game. I think it was like kind of the first time I'd seen it at Oklahoma. It was really cool. Huh. Well, then, yeah, it sounds like back in the day you just meet with your coaches inside the office. You'd say, hey, you're on scholarship now, and then that was it. A little bit more exciting these days. Yeah. I wasn't, wouldn't have been James Winchester, would it? Maybe. I don't know. I, they, they played at Tulsa in 2014 and in Norman in 2013, I believe. Huh. So if you remember which locker room it was in, I, I can think give it you a better been, idea. I think it was, it was in Tulsa's locker room for sure. 14, 100%. Then. Yeah. Interesting. Well, that's really cool. All right, thanks to Newcastle for having us out. You guys killed it on the text line today.